Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. We're off to the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street Veterinary Group, where Jane Pickett joins me. Good afternoon to you, Jane. Good afternoon, Patricia. And you're very welcome. And as expected, a number of calls in from listeners worried about their pets in the warm weather. General advice during a heat wave for dogs and cats. Oh, so we've been seeing a lot of problems with this over the last few days. Um, I think most people are really trying their very, very best to be sensible and keep their dogs cool. But look, accidents do happen. Um, general advice I'd say is just try and keep them in out of the sun as much as you can really give them plenty of opportunities like ourselves to have a shady spot to lie in Um, I would be really particularly careful with excitable dogs that enjoy playing with the family because a lot of the time they won't realise that they're really hot before it's too late because they'll want to go out and play with the family in the garden whereas let's say an older more sedate dog might have the good sense like my own older dog to go and lie somewhere cooler um, because they're, they're less kind of distracted by chasing bulls and things like that. But it is really important to keep a, a good eye on puppies and also older dogs because they are a little bit more fragile. They're, I suppose they don't have uh, the robustness of a healthy adult dog. Cats are usually pretty clever at popping themselves somewhere shady um, after they've had a little sunbathe. They're usually very good at keeping, keeping track of how hot they are. However, let's say dark-coated breeds that are a bit sunbathy, just make sure that they have, have plenty of time in the shade if you do notice that they really are kind of overdoing the, the sunning. Um, be really careful when you walk them during the day as well. So you really need to walk them early in the morning and late in the evening. I don't want to see any dogs out in the middle of the day or going for a walk between 12 and 3 is the absolute worst where the sun is high in the sky. But even in the last few days, much earlier than that in the morning, it's too hot and quite late into the evening, it's too hot to be walking a dog. Um, I think a really important thing as well is to be careful where you're walking. If you can walk somewhere where there's a lot of shade, like a wooded area, that's really helpful. Um, And as well as that, you need to make sure that the ground itself is not too hot for your dog to be in contact with. So the best thing to do is if you're going to take your dog walking in an area that might have pavement or stones is to put the the back of your hand or the palm of your hand in contact with that area um, for about 30 seconds. If it's a comfortable temperature for you to hold your hand there for a full 30 seconds, it's probably safe for your dog's paws to walk on. 
But if it's not, then it's way too hot for your dog's paws. And a lot of the time we, we are seeing problems with burns on the paws, but Ouch. also other things melting. Yeah, so we, we, we've seen some cases of tar melting onto paws, which is extremely dangerous because it's quite corrosive um, from the hot weather in the roads. So it's important to be really, really careful with that. Try and just keep them cool. I think really good ways to cool them down are things like paddling pools. If you're supervised, it's a really fun thing for them. Um, as well as that, you can freeze things, let's say freeze little ice cubes or freeze stuffed um, treats in the freezer and give them to that as like a little cooling thing. It's the equivalent of us having an ice cream because I wouldn't recommend them having an ice cream. It'll give them a, a bit of an upset tummy. But they're kind of a few handy tips and tricks to, to keep them cool. But it's best to prevent them getting too hot. Yeah, because Barry has a 10-year-old uh, Labrador his problem is that the dog seems to be struggling at night with the heat. He stays in the shed. He said, I could leave the shed door open, but I'd be afraid that the dog would get uh, stolen. He's good about hiding okay. in the shade during the day, but he's struggling at night. Because obviously when the shed door is closed, sheds can get unbelievably warm. Mm-hmm. They really, really can. I think um, try and make the shed as cold as you can to begin with. So if there's any blinds or curtains that you could close during the day in the shed to avoid the sunlight kind of trickling in and heating heating the ambient air temperature up, that's a good start. I totally understand your concern about not wanting to leave the shed open because, you know, for security reasons for the dog being stolen. So you really need to try and drop the temperature in there. If you have, a, let's say, a fan that will be safe to be left on overnight, um, but not pointing directly at your dog, just kind of ambiently circulating the, the air, um, that may help a little bit. But also other things you could do is maybe just give them somewhere cool to lie down. So one thing you can do is there's cooling mats that you can buy from various places, various pet shops, and they're quite handy. And you could maybe give them that for overnight to lie on if that might help a little bit. But as kind of a temporary measure, one thing you can do is you can um, put a damp kind of incontinence pad or a damp old towel into the freezer. If you have kind of a big freezer, you could lay it out in and have it so that it's just quite cold. And then before they, they pop in in the evening, you could put that down. Um, in an area separate to their bed so they have the option to lie on it or not but the important thing is if you have your little frozen town to cover it with a normal towel as well because you don't want the let's say the frozen water coming directly into contact with the skin because you can kind of get a freezer burn and make sure there's water lots of water okay Mary question for Jane please we recently got a collie dog but six seven months old could Jane advise on vaccinations what vaccinations does he need will he have to get a booster shot he hasn't been vaccinated yet okay this little guy needs to make a trip to the vet very swiftly um, he needs to get his vaccination sorted at that age um, so normally puppies um, can be vaccinated from six weeks of age and normally puppies will need two vaccinations between two to four weeks apart depending on the brand your vet will be able to advise you the interval but they need two vaccinations a number of weeks apart to kind of prime the immune system and the second shot is to kind of let the immune system know look this is what I've trained you to recognize make sure you remember it so it's really important to have that second shot to prime the immunity and thereafter after them normally require an annual vaccination every year to keep the immunity topped up. Now, the most important vaccination to go in with is the core vaccination. So that protects them from serious fatal infectious diseases like distemper, parvovirus, which is a fatal gut disease most of the time, and other things like leptospirosis, which around in my area, there's lepto everywhere. So sadly, we see a number of cases every year, despite the fact that it's totally preventable. 
Um, so make sure you get that vaccination done. But the other one not to be underestimated is the canine cough vaccine. Now, classically, this used to be called the kennel cough vaccine, but that's a bit of a, a misnomer, really. They do need the kennel cough, canine cough vaccination, even if they're not going to kennels, because it's the equivalent of the flu vaccination for ourselves. And if you're going to be in contact with lots of people and your dog is going to be in contact with lots of other dogs, then they're high risk for getting canine cough. So um, it's a bacterial infection that can really turn quite nasty and turn into a pneumonia. But the important thing is, even if they're not going into kennels, even if they're not meeting 100 dogs a day, if they're walking in an area, like if they walk to the woods, and if there's probably going to be another dog there within 30 minutes or half an hour, if, if a dog coughs or sneezes on a leaf and then your own dog goes over to sniff it, and that dog happened to have kennel cough, your dog could get it indirectly from the environment. So it's really important to think that even though your dog might not be an absolute social butterfly, it's probably still at risk. I might get, let's say, one out of 20 dogs that I wouldn't consider at risk from kennel cough. So the vast majority of dogs would benefit from having a canine cough vaccine. And that can be done at any point and it lasts for a year. So that, that will be really important to consider as well. OK, and Catherine has a nine-year-old Jack Russell uh, fed the best of nuts there are. He's on a low-fat nut at the moment, uh, which the dog seems to like. But they prob- the dog's problem with his anal glands that they keep refilling. Is there anything that Catherine can be doing to try to ease the pain for them? So reoccurring anal yeah. glands and you have about 60 seconds. This is a really tough one. Um, There's a number of things that can cause anal glands. Sometimes they can just be prone to it. Sometimes it can be to do with diet if there's not enough fibre in the diet. So I would discuss it with your vet first and get the anal glands checked to make sure they're not infected. But discuss with your vet whether they think a high fibre diet might be beneficial to stop the glands filling as frequently. And if they're really painful, contact your vet to be seen and to get some pain relief because they can be super, super sore. Because some dogs are more prone to it than others. Absolutely. Some can just get an infection and it's a one-off, one-off occurrence and other dogs can be absolutely plagued with it. Okay. But it's really just getting on top of it to manage. All right, listen, have a lovely week and we'll chat again next Thursday. You too. Thanks Thank you. for that. Bye-bye. That is Jane Pickett of the Islandwood Veterinary Hospital in Newmarket, part of the Mill Street uh, Veterinary uh, Group. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.